How's it going, everybody? Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. This is the very first episode, so I have no idea of what I'm doing. But this episode is brought to you by our good friends at Mills Motors in Oshawa, Ontario, Canada. Whatever it takes. Ah. Today we have special guest Adam Lucidi on the podcast on the very, uh, very special first episode that uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. So without further ado, hit this musics. Do the musics. Play the music. Would you play? Play? Play the musics. It's unbelievable. Let's play the siren for the first time call. Let's see what we got. Here we go. 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 I'm doing awesome. How are you doing, Sarkop? Oh, I'm doing, I'm doing fantastic. It's so, it is so good to talk to you. So good to talk to you. I'm a big fan. I am a big fan. Uh, you do the, uh, the stand-up comedies. You do, tell, tell the people a little bit about yourself if for some reason they've been living under a rock and don't know about Adam Lucidi. Uh, my name is Adam Lucidi. Oh, uh, that's a good start. That's a good start. Yeah. Uh, sounds like I'm doing an AA meeting. Uh, my name is Adam Lucidi. I've been doing the stand-ups in New York City for uh, six, seven years, originally from Pittsburgh, uh, home of Kurt Angle, Olympic oh, gold yeah. medalist, uh, we're, we're BFFs. Yeah, you guys are good friends. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it, I mean, that's pretty much it for, for, for an intro for me, I think. Thanks yeah. for having me, number, number two. Oh yeah, no, I'm very, I'm very excited to have you because the stand-up comedy is something I've tried. Have you ever seen? I have tried doing the stand-up comedies. Have you ever seen? Did you see the video of me doing the stand-up comedies? I saw you on the YouTube. You, you, you saw me on the YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were good. I wanted, you, I wanted you to do some stand-ups when you were out in New York visiting. Oh no, I would love to. I would love to. I was, I was a little bit intimidated because that's like uh, big city stuff, like. I've heard I've heard stories. I don't know, you know, for sure. But you get up there, you tell a bad joke. Wham! Out, they shoot you. Is that true? Does yeah, that happen? That's, I've lost a lot of friends from that. See, that's why uh, I was afraid. That's why I was afraid. He was like, "Hey, you should come on and do some." And I was, you know, I thought about it for a minute, but I was like, "I don't know." You know, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I'm ready. I'm not at that level. I'm not at like no. Luke CD esque level yet. <laughs> yeah, they'll definitely shoot you. I've I've lost uh, about a half dozen comic friends from uh, bad joke shootings. So all all comedians' lives matter. Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. We should get that on a, on on, a, on the bracelet or something like that. Yeah, really. Get that spreading around. <laughs> so you've been in. So you've been in the. You're originally from Pittsburgh. So at what point did you say I ain't gonna be in Pittsburgh no more? What happened? Um, I moved to uh, New Jersey. Uh, it was like in 2008, not long after I graduated from college, uh, California University of Pennsylvania. And, uh, prestigious, was, prestigious. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's Harvard on, on the Monongahela river. I uh, didn't know if you knew that. I didn't know so, that. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very prestigious. Uh, so yeah, I moved out in, uh, 2008. If it was up to me, I'd have been in, um, New York as soon as I graduated college or as soon as I graduated high school. I mean, but, uh, my parents wanted me to go to college and have something to fall back on just in case. What, what, what kind of degree do you have? It's communication studies, radio and TV. Oh, you know, I know a guy. I know a guy who's got oh, yeah? one of them degrees. Does he? Does he got big boy job with that degree? Uh, no. Ah, see, it's that's yeah. what it usually is. Yeah, that's the way it is. You might as well just get like a philosophy degree. 
Yeah. Or AKA I, toilet paper. Yeah. I mean, you realize like how many how many times someone has actually asked me to see my degree? How, oh, how, oh, this is a good question. Oh, let me guess. Let me guess. Let's see. If you're up in New York in New Jersey's, go to the Cake Boss. Probably asked you before he says you put all the three. To- I'm gonna say three times. Three times. It's actually you were close. It's actually negative three times. Negative, negative, three, times. <laughs> negative three times. Does yeah. that mean three people asked you to put your degree away? Like you yeah. showed your degree and they were like, "Please put that away." Yeah, I'd go to job interviews and be like, "Look, this is real. I got this." And like, I, we don't care. Just put it away. We don't no. need. No, I don't, I don't need that. But like, no, I've, I've got a notepad. Thank you. I don't. I don't need yeah. the scribble and doodle on that. I could have just went in with like a piece of construction paper and just like colored on a sharpie. It was just like degree, and then they still wouldn't. You know, they wouldn't have checked. No, yeah, no, they're not gonna. D a g r e e degree. This is my degree. <laughs> it says right here, in, in in bright green crayon. This is my degree. And the R is backwards. Yeah, like corn, like corn, yeah. like the band yeah, corn. Exactly. You know, that's how you know it's edgy. It's like, oh, oh, you must you must have got this in the late nineties. <laughs> This, this degree has aged well. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Fine line. So, so you got the degree. Yep. Uh, which is completely useless. Yep. So you're like, hey, I'm, I'm going to do some, some stand-up comedy. So I imagine I imagine this is what you come out of your little town of Pittsburgh. I don't know. I'm not good with geography. You know, big yeah. cities, little I don't know. So I think Pittsburgh is like a little bitty town. So I imagine you get, you get off of the bus. You got your suitcase. You know, this is your first time that you're seeing, like, real tall buildings and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And you're looking around in the New Yorks, and you're like, oh, man, this is great. And then and then you see a comedy club, mm-hmm. and, then, and then you go over there. Is, well, is, I, that, is that how it worked? Yeah, well, close. I didn't have a suitcase. I had a handkerchief on a stick. Oh, yeah. that's yep. uh, I hitchhiked to the bus station, and then I got on the bus, and then I went to uh, saw the comedy club, the bright lights of the comedy club. Big bright lights of that comedy club. Yeah, it's actually like a moth. Oh yeah, the first, I mean the first comedy club that like I really got into was uh, uh, New York Comedy Club, and it does not have bright light. Uh, it does not have good smells. Uh, it is dank, stank comedy. Well, it was. Uh, they they just took it over. A new uh, company took it over, and they like they're actually renovating it now. Um, so it's going to be nicer. But I love that club. I love that being the first club that I performed in. Because it was just intimate and small and just underground. It was like, you know, how comedy should be. Oh, that sounds great. What's it called? New York Comedy Club. Yeah, I know it's a comedy club in New York, but what's it called? New York Comedy Club. New York Comedy Club. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, that, if you want to keep it a secret, it's not a big deal. So that was your first one. That was a good time. And then, uh, so you got up there. Your very first time, you stood up there. What, you t- knock, knock, who's there kind of thing? Like, what? How did, how did it go? Your very first time doing the stand-up comedies. First time, the first time I did stand up was uh, back in Pittsburgh. I did it uh, at the Improv down in Pittsburgh, and uh, did it when I was sixteen. And uh, my dad had to actually sit with me in the back of the club, like the I wanted, like I wanted to do stand up. I wanted to do stand up. I wanted to do it so bad. And uh, my dad was like, "All right, I'm gonna call, and I'm gonna." Have, it was like for an open mic night, and uh, he was like, "I'm gonna call. You're gonna do it." And he thought that like I would like chicken out and like back out like last minute right and uh he was thinking that it was just going to be like a phase like i would do it once and then you know do terrible and then just never do it again and uh so he called and the manager was just like yeah like he can come do it but you're gonna have to sit with him we don't want him to like sneak alcohol or anything like that so i was sitting in the back of the club me and my dad and then like all these old bitter comics mm-hmm. and, uh, went up did my thing and was hooked ever since when i was 16 
Did Did you do good the first time you got yeah. up there? Yeah, I did pretty well. Yeah. Do you remember like any of the things that you said? Uh, I talked about my first job a lot, uh, which was the Max. It was uh, like a, a video arcade with laser tag and like all this stuff. Get and, out. Uh, That's your first job. Yeah. Uh-huh. What What'd you do there? Like take the monies and stuff. Uh, I did. Uh, okay, you ready for this? I did. Uh, I ran the uh, little choo-choo train that went around the place. Uh, I did stuff in the kitchen. I did uh, fixing the games. I did uh, laser tag, setting people up and everything. Um, I did birthday parties. I was like a, a host uh, for birthday parties. Oh, that's good. Counted all the tickets, did the prizes. Did By the end of it, I was doing everything. I was doing it all. So, so you had all those skills on the belt, and you still went and got a degree. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it, I know, I know. That's parents. I, I, I even cut up poop. I cut up poop in a urinal once at that place. You you cut it up? I cut it up because some I assume a desperate kid just couldn't hold it and just was out of options and just went in the urinal. What? Why'd you play with it? Why'd you? What do you mean you cut it up? I had to cut it up. I had to because it was just a giant thing in this urinal, and everyone was freaking out. And they were like, "Well, it's not going to flush. It's not going to flush. What are we going to do?" And I just took some plastic knives and just started hacking away at it and chucked it in the garbage bag. Did you do it all proper, like you know, like whenever you you know eat a fancy steak where you had like the little fork and the knife? And yeah, then you yeah, had to yeah. Do, yeah. I made sure I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm good. An animal sock off. Come right. On. Yeah. 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 I'm, I apologize. I apologize for even thinking that you would do it any other way. Around the edges, but you know, it was crazy. It was that. So yeah, I talked about uh, cutting up poop at my first job. Talked about uh, my family a little bit, and a lot of a lot of stuff I talked about then. I don't even mention now in in my set. Well, yeah, you've moved on. You gotta, you yeah. can't, you can't say the same set for what seven I can't, years. I can, yeah, I can't keep talking about you know cutting up poop. Cutting up poop. Yeah, I mean that's, that's funny. Yeah, that, that yeah, that would that would be frowned upon in in New York. They they, they would they don't like poop poop cutting up jokes. You're like, hey everybody, hey it's me Adam Lucy. I'm a comedian. I'm here. Hey, thanks for coming. Hey, this one time I had to cut up a poo. Yeah, they yeah, don't they don't like that. That's that's how you get I, shot right there. Think, yeah, you would think that that would be like. You know, a lot of comics like first jokes and, you know, especially coming into New York City and stuff. But, yeah, they they don't care for that too much. Man, they, they're a tough crowd up there. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. There's somebody at the door. Hold on. Let me go get the door. Yeah, hello. I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to record the podcast today. Can I help you? It's a moment in time, man. That, that crap. It's no, those annoying Ozzy Osbourne witnesses again. No, no, no thank, no, no thank you. No, I, 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 I already know about Ozzy. No, I already know about Ozzy. No, Ozzy, man. No, thank, thank, thank no, you. Thank, right. Have a good day. Have, have a good day. Have a good day. Have a good day. Goodbye. All right, sorry about that, Adam. What were we talking about? Like hecklers usually aren't boo or like you know you suck. Like it's usually hecklers for the most part is like just people that are interrupting the show or like talking out. Like some people like think that the questions that you're asking in your stand-up are legitimately like needing an answer. So it's like, you guys have to see, and then like usually it's like some drunk person like, yeah, I do think that. Like it's like it's never anything like terrible. Like yeah, this, this one time last Thursday, I did the same thing that you were exactly talking <laughs> about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You and me are buddies now. 
Yeah, they give like the whole Wikipedia page of like the question that you ask. Like, yeah, there's one time in '97 that happened to me. It's so, like, oh, okay. Well, so what do you do with it? You just you give them like the like the deer in the headlights look. Like, what are you doing? Or usually, what, what do you do? Usually, I mean, usually if they're drunk, you give them enough rope, they'll they'll hang themselves with it. You know what I mean? Ooh, so they'll, big. yeah. So they'll just you just gotta kind of let them go, toe the line a little bit, and then they'll they'll eventually hang themselves. Yeah, because you're the ma- you're the one with the microphone up there. You're like, hey, I'm I'm the wordsmith up here. Yeah, you're like, just some guy. Like here's here's an exa- like uh, I think it was like last weekend I did a show for a fundraiser for like teachers or something, and there there was a whole bunch of people, and I was hosting, and uh, so I went up and you know warmed them up and everything, and uh, by the time the first comment got up, there were these women in the back, like all along the bar, just talking so loud, like loud, loud, loud. To the point where, like, people around them, like audience members, were like, shh, shh, shh. Like, they were were getting fired up. So I went up after the comic. The first comic didn't address it at all, which I was surprised. So uh, I went back up, and I was like, okay, guys, we're going to bring up your next comic. But before we do that, I was like, "Uh, women at the bar, could you guys please shut the American F up? And they're, like the rest of the, the you know the, the whole audience went nuts because they were obviously behind it. Right. And, uh, I was just like, you know, th- this isn't like comedy isn't like a jazz band. Like we're not just background noise for you guys at the bar. Like you got to listen. These people want to listen. They're here to listen and like have a good time and you know laugh. And everybody applauded again. So it's like it's usually stuff like that. You just gotta squash it. You stuff just handle like it like that. Yeah. Just get up yeah. there at the. Right in the face, get right in the face, and you say, "Hey, you're doing it wrong." Yeah, and especially if the if the audience is behind it too. Like if they're annoyed with them, then you're yeah. You start yeah. talking about it, they're gonna start cheering. Yeah, so yeah, that's a good yeah, that's a good way to do it. Because stand up comedy is because I have done it a couple of times, and I don't mean to get serious on on. I mean, I know you're talking to a sock and everything, so I don't mean to get too heavy <laughs> on you. But stand up comedy is it's you got to have the right environment to do yeah. it. Yeah. Because you could pick up a guitar and you can go. I mean, you've seen it. You you know, you go on the subway. Somebody can play a guitar, or you can play the keyboard, something like that. So there are not. There's not anybody standing on a street corner busking as a stand-up comic. Mm. It does not work. And if they are, then they have a, a terrible agent. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. They probably have the same agent as I do, which is nobody. And <laughs> but I think those people they're just just called crazy people. They're just talking to themselves. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's usually just homeless, crazy people. Right, right, right. But is that stand up? Oh no, just homeless, crazy guy. It's, yeah. Oh, easily. It's, it's very close. Yeah, very close. Easily, easily very, mistakable. Yeah, they're easily. very similar. Both very scruffy. <laughs> Both usually don't have the best teeth of hair, unless you're Mike Feeney. Exactly. Ah, oh, Mike Feeney. Oh, that guy. That yeah. guy, man. We could do it. I got to get him on this thing. I got to get Mike Feeney on this thing. You think you would do it? Could you hook me up with a Mike Feeney? Yeah. I mean, I'll even try and get you his hair. To, oh, to yeah, I, yeah. Forget Mike Fan. I'll just talk to his hair. Yeah, I could just talk to his hair. That'd be. I think that would really. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about shooting to number one on the iTunes list? Oh, you'll knock off Mark Marin. You'll knock off everybody. Oh yeah, people Feeney be like, hair. no, I don't. I don't. I don't care that he's talking to the president. I want to. I want to hear what Feeney's hair has got to say. Yeah, I would like to see you with Feeney hair. I'm gonna try and Photoshop Feeney hair on you, Sockoff. Oh, that, that would be awesome. Yeah, oh, they're, they're, talk <laughs> yeah. about a new profile picture right there. Put that on the tenders. I mean, I mean, they couldn't swipe right fast oh, enough. It's gonna be right. It's gonna be a right fest. 
But then, but then they're gonna be all disappointed when they see me in real life. Yeah. Like, no, nah, it's just it's internet hair. It's not real hair. And catfish. It's just, yeah, totally catfish. Yeah, I don't want to catfish people, so maybe it's not such a. But do it anyway. Yeah, do it. Yeah, just, I'll try. Just, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, do it anyway. Just go ahead and you know. I'll try. I just want I just want to use it on the internet thing. It'll be it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'd be so, terrifying if I put. If I Photoshop some Mike Feeney teeth in your face, too. <laughs> if you put Mike, Fe- Mike Feeney teeth in hair, I don't know. I'm afraid I might look like, I don't know. What would I look like? Like some sort of weird version of like Snoopy and Donald Trump. And Gary Busey. And Gary, <laughs> Gary Busey. Just all into one. Just, Just screaming one. at my TV. Busey. That would, oh man, that's. I don't know. I'm 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 literally getting the chills just thinking about it. Just the the, <laughs> the potential photoshopping of this is just no good. My heart's racing thinking about it. Oh, no, that's, that's good. That's that's yeah. the reaction I'm trying to get. Trying to get hearts racing, brains, you know, melting. braining. Yeah, yeah, melting. Yeah, that's what they do when yeah. when it, when something's real good. So what is the what's what like the like the end goal for you? Like you up there, you're doing the stand up comedies. What is the ultimate pie in the sky? All right, we're, all right, right now, I'm going to travel you we're traveling to a, to a world where there's no limits, Adam Lucidi. We got no rules in this world. I don't need a seatbelt for this. You, you, no, no, okay. everything's fine. No, they're just, just hang on to the rail in front of you. Everything is fine. No rules, no limits. Anything you dream is possible. If you want a chocolate river, whammo, chocolate river. Anything <laughs> you want can happen. What is happening right now? Uh, if I could pick the the career path, I would say I would want to go kind of the same way Adam Sandler did. Like I'd want to start with stand up, uh, go to SNL, mm-hmm. uh, but I think that window is is closing pretty quick. Why is that? Uh, it um, I don't I there I'm I'm not really uh, going down the right path and like the right channels. I think they they pick a lot of people from like UCB, um, but I mean that, I mean but they've changed it a little bit. I, I mean Pete Davidson, uh, who's a friend of mine, he went through there and just got it off of stand up alone. You know what I mean? Like he didn't do UCB or or anything like that. Uh, so I mean maybe maybe it could work. But I would I would start with stand up, do uh, SNL, and then go into to movies. The movies, yes. Yeah. That would be the, that's like the big thing you want yeah. to be but in the movies? I, like, I'd probably, I mean, maybe I would replace uh, SNL with maybe, like, doing late night show. I would like to do a late night show, maybe. Oh. That'd, that'd be fun. That would be fun. I've always wanted to be on the late night show, too. That'd be a good time. Yeah. That'd be, it'd be fun to, like, host one of those, maybe. I don't know. It's, that's the thing with stand-up, like, or comedy, just in general. Like, you can... You can put your, you know, put your uh, different branches out and just try and branch out into different things. You know what I mean? Like you do stand-up, but then you could do UCB sketch and stuff at the pit and do more improv. And it's like you can do, like, all this different stuff with, with comedy. You surround yourself with, there's a couple of characters uh, yeah. that I particularly uh, enjoy and a lot of other people enjoy. There's a, uh, there's a king. Uh, that's around. There's a King yeah. Chat Roulette. Very regal, very royal. Yep. There's that guy, and then there's also a uh, another. There's a, like a young, like a little kid, like a little nerd kid that's Rick hanging Toadsworth. around. Rick Toadsworth. Yeah, yeah. yeah Rick Toadsworth. That yeah. guy. 
I don't hang out with Rick Toadsworth too much. Well, nobody does. I think that's yeah. kind of his problem. It's kind of sad, but I mean, you know, he's you know he's still he's still an all right all right kid. Oh no, he's he's got good intentions. Yeah, he absolutely does. He's very innocent and very, uh, like you say, he's, he's a little bit of a nerd, but he's awkward in a sweet way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can he's you can't awkward. you can't hate the guy. You can't help yeah. but love him. He's not like one of those weird kids where you're like, I gotta stay away from this guy. It's like right. you wanna you feel for him because we've all been through that awkward stage in our in our life of growing up. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, totally. So. And the, and I've seen this, you know. I know all these char- I know all these characters. Uh, they, they've been on the YouTubes and the, and things like that. But mainly, I know them uh, from the periscopes. Yeah, I like doing. They, I like seeing the periscopes and things like that. That's that's a good time. And when I watch a Rick Toadsworth periscope, it amazes me all the women's. Oh yeah, they love the like. Why doesn't he realize that? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he if he sees it. Yeah, I don't think he, I, he. I think in his mind, I think he still thinks girls have cooties. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's, I, I, keep... I, I don't know why he. He'll. I mean, someday maybe he'll he'll learn. He'll learn about the birds and the bees, and maybe King Chat Roulette has to talk to him because they're they're pen pals. But I don't know. If King oh, they they really... write each other letters. Yeah. Well, I think Rick writes more letters to King than King writes to Rick. I think. No, yeah, that I believe that too. Because I'll, you know, I'll write to Rick every so often because his school does, you know, pen pal things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we but did I, that in my school, too. Yeah, I, I mean, I did that whenever I was younger, and, I mean, I still to this day hold a grudge against uh, my celebrity. Because we did celebrity pen pals. Oh, who was your celebrity pen pal? Tom Hanks. Okay, so you wrote Tom Hanks, and then? I wrote Tom Hanks about three or four times. He never wrote back to me. Meanwhile, everybody else around me is getting letters back from their celebrity pen pals. Who wrote back? Who did, who, who would the other kids pick? Uh, the kid next to me, uh, Jeremy, he got his um, celebrity pen pal was the weatherman from the Pittsburgh news station. So he always, he always. Oh, yeah, it. yeah, that's easy. But, you know, Tom Hanks can't even send me a hello. That's Well, that's a totally different league. Local but, weather guy versus Tom Hanks, you kidding me? I mean, come on, you should at least, come on. I still hold it against Tom Hanks. Uh, y'all would, yeah. I guess so. I understand. I had, because I did that in school too, and I had uh, R.L. Stein, the guy that wrote the Goosebumps book. Oh, really? Yeah, he wrote me back. He wrote you back? He did, yeah, he did. He totally wrote me back. Wow. Yeah, I don't That's know a- what happened to the letter, but I don't know where it is, but he wrote me back. Did you, uh, did you see his, the, did you see the Goosebumps movie? No, they made a movie? Yeah, you didn't see that? No, I didn't see that. It's in theaters now. It's in, I'm giving a shameless plug to, the Goosebumps movie, <laughs> but hey, it, you know Goosebumps the movie. It's, it's in theaters in, now. Are you serious? Jack Black plays uh, R. L. Stein. No, you get out of here. You're yeah. lying to me. Are you, you serious? Really see this? No, I've seen it. I've seen. What? I don't you have, have TV a or a preview. No, nothing. I don't know how I've been walking around and not known that there was a movie. Yeah, how, I, I, I not see a trailer or anything. No, I haven't. Seen, I haven't seen anything about. Next thing, like, I wouldn't surprise me now if you told me they was making, like, a new Star Wars movie, something like that. Yeah, like a, like maybe a poster or something came out. Like yeah. Maybe, yeah. Which they are. They're doing that, too. No, they're not. Yeah, that's coming out soon. I think Christmas. Around Christmas? Get a, another... A, oh, I really gotta... I really gotta go outside some more, Adam. Yeah. You, they've been working you hard. Yeah. I've been, I've been th- patrolling way too hard. I have no idea what's coming out. And you would think that, like, if you pulled over some speeders and stuff, they would they would be talking about it. They'd be like, oh, I'm just so excited. I'm speeding because I'm so excited I saw the new Star Wars trailer. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that. Hey, I'm I'm speeding because I gotta get to Goosebumps the movie. I, got, I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go. the The show ends at ten thirty. I gotta go. Yeah. It's yeah, it's man. gonna be sold out. It's gonna be sold out. All the Goosebumps right. kids. They haven't, they haven't brought that up. No, it hasn't. No, that doesn't happen a whole lot. Usually, whenever I pull somebody off for speeding, just, I get a whole lot of like like stumbling and like just like stuttering. They're like, oh, do 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 I would I was speeding and uh, and I'm just like, you know, take it for you. Well, it's probably because they're starstruck, because they, you know, they yeah. know periscopes and... Yeah. yeah. It, ha- it happens sometimes. People are like, hey, aren't you the one? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that's on Monday. Yeah. Mondays are bad for you. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the way that always happens. They watch periscopes, and then and then they think we're buddies, and they're like, oh, you know, hey, I watch your periscopes. You want to get to give me a ticket? Because remember that one time I said that really funny comment about Betty White doing that thing? And they're yeah. like, no, it doesn't matter. You're speaking. Thank you. But you were speaking. Still, you, yeah, you, yeah, you know, you got to separate yourself from Periscope, Sock Cop to Sock Cop, Sock Cop. Yeah, you got to get, I mean, you got to, you got to go business. Yeah. You got to go business. That's just mm-hmm. the way it is. The Periscope, it's been, it's been insane. You do, you do some Periscopes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I do them as me and, you know, then I leave my phone around and sometimes King Chat Roulette will pick up my account and go on there. Sometimes Rick Toadsworth will. Yeah. Sometimes my, my pug Muttley will. I mean, you never know. I've seen that. That's that's actually how I think we can thank Muttley for this conversation that we have right now because that's how I met you was through Muttley. He was wearing some Macho Man Randy Savage sunglasses. Oh yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh and, yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, and I was like, man, I got I got to hang out with this pug at some yeah. point because this pug mm-hmm. is is really cool. And then come to find out, you know, because I thought you know I just thought like maybe the pug was like you know living on his own, had his job and stuff like that. Sure. But, you yeah. Know, he don't. He doesn't. But yeah, turn. You know, you're taking care of him. So we're like, well, I guess I got to be friends with this guy if I'm gonna, if I'm yeah. gonna get to the pug. You know, uh, so yeah, you gotta live. You gotta live uh, through me to get to Mutley. Right. Exactly. So that's the way. Uh, you know. It. I mean, that's understandable. I mean, that's basically. I mean, when I go home back to Pittsburgh, my parents get more excited that Mutley's there than me being there. So. You, you take Mutley to Pittsburgh? Oh yeah, he comes home with me. Yeah. Do you put? Do you fly to Pittsburgh? Or you drive to Pittsburgh? No, we drive. We drive. You drive to Pittsburgh. That's a we, fun time. I mean, usually driving uh, like one of those wacky race mobiles. He's usually in the, <laughs> in the side car, and I'm like Dick Dastardly, and I, you know, I get a little curly mustache, and we just drive five and a half hours. No, oh, that's fantastic. Do you, you know, you drop like uh, like thumbtacks and nails and stuff, mm-hmm. and, and oil slicks. Oil yeah. slicks, yeah, you gotta have the oil slicks. Yeah, and sometimes just to switch it up, we'll have like uh, red turtle shells and green turtle shells. Just switch it up. A little bit, of, a little bit of gimmick infringements, okay? Yeah, but you know. Little cross brand extend, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I, I, I've stalked your YouTube pretty good. I mean, yeah, you know, I've seen yours with the with the stand ups and and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did it a couple of times. Here's my here's sock ups. I'm 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 batting five hundred. Okay. On uh on uh on the stand ups because the first time I did it, killed, <laughs> killed. That's and how you people really loved it. it. You get people addicted. Got the adrenaline rush going. Oh yeah. Yep. That was fantastic, and then, and then, so then I got cocky and I went back again, bombed, just bombed, <laughs> bombs away. A lot of comics, rather than use the word use the term bomb, it's usually uh, I, I ate a Richard, but the other word. Oh, either oh, I got yeah. I, I see I see it. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying there. All right, I got it. I got it. I know you don't like American F, so I'm not going to say. I mean, what would that even be? What would what would D be? What oh, that's a, that's a Denver D. Denver D, okay. Yeah, so a Denver I ate, D. I ate a Denver D. 
is usually what Ain't it is. at the end of the day. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think I would rather bomb, to be honest with you. Yeah, I would too. But I mean, at least I'm, that makes for good TV, but. Yeah. And I mean, I'm so used to saying, uh, you know, A to Denver D rather than bomb that I, mean, I did a gig uh, this one time and it was, uh, it was at a, a country club and I was opening for a magician friend of mine. And, uh, and what messed me up was this was leading into uh, the week where I was going to do my TV debut for Gotham Comedy Live on Access TV. Oh, yeah, I saw that. So, like, this was leading into that show. So I bombed for, like, 20 minutes, and uh, it was opening for a magician. And they were, like, they were like in their 70s. Plus, they had just had, like, this big, like, three-course meal and they were like having dessert and like eating coffee. So like they were like tired. That's what I tell myself. But as I'm driving home, I was like, I got, I'm going to have to actually stop at Walgreens and pick up some floss to get all the Denver D out from between my teeth from eating so much of it for what 20 the, minutes. What happened? You was up there saying funny stuff and they were just staring at you? Oh, they did not want anything to do with me. I don't know if it was, I, I mean, I picked up a new leather jacket on my way there because I had some free time, so I went to inside of Route 21 to kill some time, and I was like, oh, look at this nice leather jacket. I'm going to buy this leather jacket. Now, you know, I, I, maybe it was the leather jacket. I don't know, but they didn't want anything to do with me, and I was so angry that I was supposed to do 25 minutes, and I got off at 20 minutes, and I told my magician friend later that night, I said, if I did not get off at... 20 minutes and did the full 25 i was going to just be so heinous for the last five minutes that i was on there and i was going to say things like you know you guys don't matter because in three to five years 90 percent of this room is going to be dead you'll be dead yeah you're yeah. gonna you're gonna drop drop a truth bomb on those cases yeah i was gonna be mean and i didn't want to do that to my friend so i was just like you know what i'm just gonna i'm just gonna lick my wounds mm -hmm. drive home two hours Think about all my life decisions going on to my TV debut and just be so upset and depressed and uh, pick some floss up along the way. That's, yeah, floss definitely yeah. important. How, had, how many times has that happened where, where, where you think about all these life decisions? Because it happens to me quite often. Oh, it, I mean, it, it happens a lot. It happens a lot because, you know, the comedy isn't, uh, isn't a secure thing. It, you know what I mean? It's... Uh, it's just it's going from weekend to weekend or week to week, and uh, but I mean it. Luckily, I mean I've been blessed with, uh, you know, just networking and getting my name out there, and to the point where like people are like, oh, we need a good host, call Lucidi. You know what I mean? Like, oh, or, that's good. Yeah. So I mean, people, you know, uh, I think respect me and you know enjoy me and like what I do, so they. I mean, you know, I'm constantly working, so I mean, I can't, I can't complain about that. Yeah, you're always out there hustling. Always, I'm always seeing something on the face because we're, we're Facebook friends. I'll go ahead and say it: we're Facebook friends. Yeah, we are. We we're are Facebook friends, and uh, so I'm always seeing. There's like they make up these little posters, and it's always the same picture, which is just oh, adorable to me. The one, yeah, it's never my real headshot. It's no. always one where it's green, and I'm looking to the side. Yep, yeah, it's always that one. It's always that one. I'm like, there he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why they use that one. And some of these people have my actual headshot, and they still use the one where I'm, like, leaning up against a brick wall, looking over totally to the right and just laughing. Yeah, just total profile. Yeah, I, I don't see, know. Yeah, I see that one all the time. 
You're, you're always out there doing the things. And uh, you always make me, your periscopes, you always make me laugh. You're a very, uh, you're a very multi-talented guy. Oh, and I think, a, uh, I think a lot of good things are coming your way. You just keep, uh, keep on doing the things. And yeah. uh, it's fantastic. I appreciate that. I mean, I think, I think the world of you as well. And I'm hoping that you get a, a, a show on Adult Swim or picked up by Dr. Pepper to be their sponsor. Hey, wouldn't that be something? Yes. They, I don't know why they haven't picked up on you yet. Do they got me Peri- both. Do they have Periscope? The Dr. Pe- yeah, Dr. Pepper did some really horrible Periscopes. Oh, God. Yeah, they, 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 they totally, um, what, what's that? Th- they totally ate some Denver D. Oh, they probably did eat a yeah. lot of Denver Yeah, it was, it was not good. Was but not if they're good. listening to this now, I mean, they're a great product. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If Dr. Pepper's listening now, it's uh, totally delicious. And and everything they do uh, turns to gold. Yeah, absolutely. And if they would, you know, happen to need uh, a, a sock cop to promote, I mean, I I'm I know a guy. I know yeah. a guy. Oh yeah, I know a guy too. Yeah, I know a guy too. He lives right in my mirror. <laughs> sock cop, there he is. Whammo. <laughs> with a with a luxurious mustache. Luxurious mustache. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, there's a whole opportunity for mustache cream. We could do a Dr. Pepper scented mustache. Oh, I was a Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper. Oh man, I'm so excited just thinking about it. a Dr. Pepper scented <laughs> mustache it. wax. So oh. you're smelling Dr. Pepper all day. Yeah, because they are. I mean, they already got the. Uh, they got chapstick. Yep, they got chapstick. Uh, they got the the uh, the candy. Yep, I ate some of that. Yep, and they uh, they have. Um, what else did they have? That I saw it. It was like something. It was like one of those things where it's like, really, they got that. I can't remember what it was though. They got they got Dr Pepper barbecue sauce. Really? No, yes, true. Oh, have it's true. It? Have you had it? Oh yeah, of course, of course I've had it. It's good? good. Yeah, it's good. It's real good. Sometimes oh. whenever I go to like uh, you know grilling up some meats and stuff like that, I soak it in some Dr Pepper. It's good stuff. Wow. Do they is, is it? Do they just have Dr Pepper barbecue, or do they have other ones too? Like, do they got Mountain Dew. Like no, there's no. I didn't see a Mountain Dew one. Okay. And I think mainly it's not because of the flavor. I just I just don't think anybody's gonna buy like a bright lime green barbecue sauce. That's true. But I mean, they had the cat. They had uh, the different color ketchups in the nineties there for a yeah, while. Yeah, well, that's yeah. But how long did that last? That, yeah, that really tanked. The kids kind candle, of candle. Dr Pepper candle. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, did you really a Dr Pepper candle? Really? I saw it at a, um, a dollar store. They had Dr Pepper. They had um, uh, Starburst. They had M M&M, and M, which was weird. That is weird. And they had uh, uh, Cherry Coke, and they had um, root beer. Wow. I've seen a Skittles one. Yeah, but I've never oh, yeah. seen Skittles. any of the other ones. But yeah, they had M M&M, and M, Starburst, Dr Pepper, root beer, and uh, Cherry Coke. If they, if, yeah, if you see another Dr. Pepper one, you you let me know. Oh, I'll pick them up. I'm, yeah, yeah oh. pick, pick me up one, and I'll uh, I'll hit you back with that. I'm good for it. I'll get, yeah, I know. I'll I'll grab you some. I I give you that dollar. Yeah, that do, that dollar six. Yeah, that dollar six. Is it only six cents tax? It's, yeah, it's only six cents tax. Get yeah. out of here. Mm, New Jersey is such a wonderful place. Mm, well, six I was cents. able to visit that uh, New Jersey, and we hung out and had a good time. Yeah. No, New Jersey's great. I love it. Yeah, Hoboken, Jersey. You did. You saw a lot of things in in New York and Jersey, and yeah, all. I went all the way from uh, from Asbury Park to uh, to Hoboken. Mm-hmm. Everywhere in between. between. Yeah, 
No, it's fantastic. I love it. Love New Jersey. Now anybody makes those like uh, those New Jersey jokes, I'm like, hey, you watch it. You, yeah, you watch it because I'm a I'm a I'm a fan. I mean, they can make fun of it. I, mean, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna be upset about it. But no, no, I am. Oh, you will. I, but I'm no, saying. I'm gonna be upset. I'll be like, how dare you? Yeah, but that's so, like talking about my mama. But if so, but if someone said something about Pittsburgh, would you? I mean, you've never been there. No, I've never you, been to Pittsburgh. No, I wouldn't defend Pittsburgh. You wouldn't. <laughs> I've never been to Pittsburgh. I don't know. All right, so so somebody can... says, "Oh man, hey, you go to Pittsburgh? It's just it's. I mean, it's just like riding riding a sea lion." Am I right? I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> I've never been. I have no idea. Could be. That's actually the nicest thing anyone could probably say about Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's like riding a sea lion, isn't it? What, what, what do people say? What is the thing with Pittsburgh? I mean, they say things like, you know, our girls look like they could play fullback in football and stuff like that. Like just, you know, mean That's, things. That sounds like my kind of woman. Yeah, I mean, you know, they they say uh, what else? You know, because it's a steel coal mine, you know, so it's like dirty and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that. I get that like blue collar kind of thing going for it. Yeah, hard work, terminate. You know, what's wrong with that? Exactly. But you know, people like to people like to uh, poop on it. Mm-mm-mm. You just got you just got to cut those up. Yeah, yeah, with some plastic knives. Exactly. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Well, Adam, this was a good time. This was fun. This is it's a good time. time. Time up? Is time up? Yeah, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I should, should, am I supposed to set a timer? How long do these know, things I mean, go I, for? I don't know. You're, I mean, you're the one that, that guides the ship. So am, I'm the captain? Yeah. Oh, you're man. Captain, oh, that's, that's news to me. I didn't know. <laughs> I, thought, I thought at some point you would be like, well. Bye. Goodbye. We're done, and I'd be like, oh, "Okay, good," because you, you've done the podcast, but I've never done this before. I have no idea. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, usually you can like, you know, feel it out if if uh, if the time is coming to an end. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm kind of feeling. I'm kind of feeling it in my innards. You feel? I mean, it's, it's like a periscope. You know, you know when it's it's time for uh, to call the things. And, you oh know. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you About know how it goes. Time. Yeah. So it just you know, it's just. Same thing, just in podcast form. Yeah, this is uh, yeah, it's totally it's the it's the exact same thing except a hundred percent different. I see. What, yeah, 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 I see what mm-hmm. you're saying. Yeah, yeah, so you know. yeah, that's the way it is. Do you have any uh, like parting advice? Anything that would be good, like on the fortune cookie, uh, some you know, anything like that that you would like to say to the peoples? Um, I don't know if I if I have anything wise to say. Do you have any sort of uh, any sort of mantra that you live your life by whenever life you know throws you troubles? Do you say well? Hakuna mm, uh, Matata. Oh, ooh, that's good. I like that. A wonderful phrase. And, you know, just anytime I can uh, take the opportunity to give a shout out to say hey to Michael Keaton, I'll take it. Michael so, Keaton. Hey to Michael Keaton again. Michael Keaton. Uh, did, I, did I ever tell you that story? Did I ever tell you that story about meeting Michael Keaton? No, you di- you didn't meet Michael Keaton. Yeah, I met Michael Keaton. Get out of here. What, did, what happened? Tell me that story. This actually might be, this actually might be a, a good full circle thing because it, it, he's from Pittsburgh too Michael Keaton get out of here that's crazy from, so uh, alright so here's the story uh, so this was going into the Oscars um, he, he was gonna my, a friend of mine who worked at New York Comedy Club a waitress Carrie uh, she sent me this link uh, in an email and it was like a night with Michael Keaton at uh, uh, Merkin Theater and I was like, okay, that's weird. That doesn't sound real. So I clicked on the thing, 
and lo and behold, hey, it's a, it's a night with Michael Keaton at the Merkin Theater, and uh, it was like it was like thirty bucks, and I was like, all right, well maybe it's gonna be like, uh, like you know they're gonna show clips of Keaton, right, right, right. Certainly Michael Keaton isn't going to be there. Yeah, thirty dollars is not nearly enough no. to be in the same room as Michael Keaton, especially at the Merkin Theater, right. So I click, and it's like an evening with Michael Keaton, uh, so and so host. Uh, interview with Michael Keaton and Q and it, and I was like, "It's really gonna be Keaton." So I got a ticket, and I went. And uh, now it was it was uh, general admission, so like you could sit wherever you wanted to. And I remember uh, I was so excited that this was like uh, this was like I was I was going to get like, WrestleMania ticket. Like I went. The the thing wasn't until uh, seven thirty. I got there. <laughs> at two in the afternoon to wait for my ticket. That's beautiful. And they were like, okay, well, um, they were like, you know, we can give you the ticket, but, you know, it, it's general admission. So, you, you know, people don't usually start lining up until uh, like six. So you can come, you know, we'll give you the ticket, but you could come back at like six. Like, all right. So I went went to a, a friend's uh, bar. She was working. So I went and, and drank for a couple hours, and then I was like, all right, I, I got to get back to the American Theater. I got to go secure my spot and in line for Keaton. So I'm standing there, and, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm literally the first, like, one of the first five at the, at the box office. And uh, people are coming up, and I'm standing in front of the box office window. People think that I work there, and they're asking me things like, oh, well, do you know, like, oh, no, just you talk to these people. Talk to these people at the box office. So I'm standing there, and... Uh, this, it was actually kind of cool because this one guy, I come, I'm talking to these two old ladies. There's an old lady in front of me, an old lady behind me, and we're talking. And Lucky these guy. other groups are coming in, like these film schools are coming in, and they're getting to go in before us. And we've been there since like six, so we're like, oh, boo, well, boo. Yeah, boo. We're angry. And uh, so we're sitting there. I'm talking to these two old ladies. This one guy comes up to me, and he's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm like, just talk to the box off. And he was like, are you a comedian? And I was like, what? And he was like, are you, are you a comedian? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I saw you in somewhere in Jersey. He was like, you were great. And I was like, oh, thanks. And then these two old women, they were like, oh, you're, and they started talking. And in my head, I'm like, ah, crap. I got to deal with these two old women when all I want to do is just plow through to make sure I get a good seat. And now I got to worry about these two because these two are going to be my friends now. Right. So the one stuck with me. The other one trailed away. So we go in and I'm, I'm in the fifth row, right in the middle. And, uh. And it's not that big of a place. It only set like maybe, you know, 150, 200 people. And uh, so the thing starts and the girl, the, you know, the woman's doing the interview thing and she's talking and Keaton's there. You know, he's it's Keaton. He's he's right. I'm, I'm looking at Keaton. And, uh, you know, this woman, she's sitting next to me. She's like, well, you know, uh, I come to these all the time. And, uh, you know, because I just live one door down and, you know, I come to a lot of these things and they did one with um uh, bon Jovi, and you know they did like a Q and A Q&A thing. She was like, I don't know if they're gonna do like a Q and A with him because you know it's Michael Keaton and you know he's Oscar. And I was like, well, if they're gonna do one for Bon Jovi, they're gonna do one for Keaton. So they do the interview thing, and they were like, all right, well now we're gonna open up the floor for q and A. I stood up, I stood up immediately, went right to the line, and I'm like the third person in line. And meanwhile, I got my uh, Batman shirt. I got a Batman shirt with the Batman logo, but it says Keaton in it instead of Batman. Of course. Okay, so uh, 
So the one person goes up and they're like, oh, you know, it's the same, same nonsense that I assume people are going to ask. Like, oh, when, you know, when you were in Birdman, and what's the ending mean? And someone else is like, hey, when's Beetlejuice 2 coming out? And uh, so I went up and before I even got to the microphone, he hits the, the interviewer and he says, that's a great shirt. Isn't that a great shirt? I love that shirt. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, thank you. No way. And I'm like, oh, well, th- thanks. And I said, okay, uh, now in my head, I'm like, I already got Keaton. I already got him because he likes my shirt. So I said, okay, uh, this is going to be a random one, but I figure that there's no better person to ask than you. And he goes, all right, brother, hit me with it. What do you got? And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm a comedian. I moved out here six years ago. And he was like, oh, that's awesome. That's great. That's all. And, and during the, in, the uh, interview thing, he talked about stand-up a lot because he started with stand-up. He has right. a really funny story about uh, opening up for Cher in Vegas. And, uh, yeah, it was funny. And uh, so he was like, all right, what, what you got, man? Hit me with it. And I was like, what do you think of the uh, Primani sandwich? And the Primani sandwich is a sandwich that's only trade like it's, it's like a Pittsburgh trademark. It's a really big sandwich, and they put uh, meat, french fries, coleslaw, everything on this big oh, sandwich. Sounds good. Oh, it's delicious. And uh, I asked him about it, and uh, he goes, honestly, he was like, overrated. And I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. He's like, you know, I don't know if that's, if that's the answer that you want to hear. And I was like, oh, no. He was like, I, I mean, I don't care. I'm not a mole for Primanti's. I'm not going to go back and tell him. And he started laughing. And in my head, I'm like, I got him. I got Keaton out, eating out of the palm of my hand. Two times you got it. Yeah, two times. So he, he explains it to the audience. He's like, you know, it's a sandwich, and it's like meat, and, you know, they put whatever you want on it. And, you know, you want your winter tires on it? Throw the winter tires on the sandwich. And uh, he's like, yeah, you know, it's usually just like drunk food. Like people usually only go there like 2 a.m. And he's like explaining it to him. And he's like, you know, he's like, that, that's, that's what I'd say. I'd say. I'd say overrated. And I'm like, oh, all right. So, and in my head, I'm like, all right, well, that's probably a question he never gets. Like he's, you know, that's, that's a unique thing. So, you know, a couple more people ask questions, whatever. And uh, so the thing ends and I'm, I'm walking out. And at the front door, like these people are standing there's like there's like maybe like eight to ten people just standing there, and I'm like, there's no way Keaton is going to come out of this door. It's a front door. there's no way Keaton's coming no, out there's of a door. special Keaton door always yeah, that's at every establishment there's a special Keaton door, and uh I look at this girl, and this girl is holding a record of the Batman Return soundtrack, so I'm like. If anyone is going to know, if Keaton is going to walk out this door, it's going to be this girl right here. So I walked right up to her. I said, is, is, my, is Keaton going to walk out this door? And she's like, yeah. She was like, I just, I just saw him coming down the hallway. I'm like, oh, I'm, well, I'm ready. I'm ready for Keaton. So he, start, he starts walking out, and he starts coming to the door, and I'm like, it's re- he's going to walk out this front door. He walks out, and people are like, oh, Michael, uh, and he's you know, signing things and whatever, and now, this is the coolest part. So, this guy goes up to Keaton and gets ready to take a selfie with him. And Keaton spots me in the, in the crowd. He reaches over this guy that is trying to take a selfie with him, and he gives me a fist pound. Didn't give anybody else fist pound or high five or anything. And then I walked up to Keaton, and I said, would it be okay if... And he was like, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, 
I was like, oh, you know, and I was like, I'm still amazed that he gave me fist pound. Right. So we're taking a selfie, and uh, I was like, oh man, I was like, you know, two two yinzers taking it, and he was like, you got it, you got him, man. He was like, and he grabbed me on the shoulder, and he said, listen, man, he said, good luck out there, seriously, good luck to you out there, and I was like, yes, yes, Keaton. No way. Mm-hmm. Wait, and how how long ago was this? This was. Uh, when would this would have been like before the Oscars uh, of last? I would say maybe December, November of last year, maybe. Have you been sad at any point since then? Not really. Yeah, yeah. Not really. There's no way. There's no way that you could maybe be. Maybe it wasn't December. I don't know, but it, it's definitely been a year. It's definitely been a year. I would say, or you know, anywhere from six months to a year. But yeah, that is. I'm speechless. I know a fist pound, and a and a, hey man, good luck out there. Seriously, good luck to you out there. See, no, and and that's word for word. That's what he said. I can yeah. tell. Mm-hmm. I can tell. That's what he yeah. said. You good remember luck. that forever. Seriously, yeah. good luck out there. Because I think it was like one of those things where it was like you know I told him stand I was stand up and he's been through that so he know you know what I mean like he knows how the stand up world is. And I even made sure that, like, he could see the Keaton, you know what I mean? Because I was like, you know. But then I was like, no, because he remembers that he liked the Keaton shirt. Oh, yeah. No, you had him twice. Yeah, and he's going to remember the the question. Wasn't that long ago. He doesn't have Alzheimer's. He knows who I am now. So, yeah. yeah, Keaton gave me the fist pound. And uh, I will always remember that. That good luck. Seriously, man, good luck to you out there. That's mm-hmm. oh man, that's yep. like I don't know. That's like you know being blessed by the Pope or something like that. Yeah, it really is. That's yep. insane. Batman, Batman, Jack Frost, Beetlejuice, uh, uh, Multiplicity. <laughs> Get the name in Multiplicity. What <laughs> uh, uh, Johnny Dangerously? All gave me fist pound. Michael American F. Keaton. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, that that may be the whole podcast, right? I may just play that story. <laughs> I may just put that out there for forty-five you, minutes to an hour. Yeah, just I'm just gonna loop it. I'll just loop that story and be like, no, no, it's through. Just listen to the story again. It's <laughs> a, it's such an inspirational story. And you'll hear something different every time you listen to it. Yeah, every time you listen, to it. same thing, yeah. word for word. Exactly, exactly. There'll be something, a, a new lesson to come because that's just how Keaton works. Yep. That's how Keaton works. Picture, because I don't think, because we definitely weren't Facebook friends uh, when I posted that picture. No, because I was. That was. Uh, that was. Uh, that was BP. Yeah. Before Periscope. Oh, yeah. So I'll have to. I'll have to send you the picture. And then I had a friend of mine, a comedian friend of mine, uh, Photoshop us both in Batman outfits. <laughs> and then, and then he put him in Adam West Batman, and I was Robin, and then he put. Uh, I think he put me. Uh, it's a bunch of different ones, but I only send you the one of me and him, and then me and him and Batman. Oh, those comedians, man! I tell you, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. That man, that's great. Keaton, praise be to Keaton. Praise be to Keaton. Mm-hmm. If there's a lesson to be learned, so that's like be I said, to anytime someone's like, you know, what's what's your word of advice or what, you know, can want to say hi to anybody, it's just Michael Keaton. Just hey, Michael Keaton. Hey to Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. This yep. uh this episode dedicated to Michael Keaton. 
Yeah. He's not dead. Don't make it sound like he's dead. This episode. Did it sound like he was dead? Yeah. You sounded so somber. You were like, this episode dedicated to Michael Keaton. All right, right, let me throw it again with a smile. This episode is dedicated to Michael Keaton. There we go. Is that better? Is that better? Okay, yeah. Because he's totally not dead. Well, he he might be by the time this comes out. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, He's going to live forever. He's going to live forever. He will. No worries about that. Ah, Keaton. Mm mm mm. What a power. I love it. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, Adam. This was a good time. Thanks for having me, Sarkov. We'll have to, uh, have to give you, uh, get your friends on. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And have you on again, too. Yeah, yeah. I love you, Adam Lucidi. I love you, Sarkov. Almost as much as Keaton. Let's play the siren for the first time call. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Gather around now, boys and girls, it's time for Sock Cops Police Tales. Today we join our hero, having recently graduated from police academy, eagerly taking his first patrol. We see him sitting in his police car, waiting patiently for the first speeder to come by. Doodly doos doos doos. Oh, I'm so excited to be the first day on the job. First day on the job. Can't wait for the first speeder to come by. Can't wait for the first speeder to come by. Look out, Sock Cop. I think one's coming your way. Oh, oh, look out, there he is, there he is, there he is. All right, time to hit the sirens. Sock Cop's heart is racing as he heads toward writing his very first ticket. Oh, man, my heart's racing just thinking about writing my first ticket. The car pulls over, and Sock Cop strolls out, ticket book in hand. Yes, I'm going to need to see a license. And the... But he can't believe what he just pulled over. Holy cow, I can't, it can't be. It can't be. It's, it's... Who is this mysterious villain, this most heinous of criminals, the Speeder? Find out next time on Zaka Police Tales. A cliffhanger already? Alright then, whatever. <laughs>